Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and I welcome you to another episode of this amazing podcast. This month, we have been talking to individuals in regards to bossing up in entertainment, and now I'm super excited to introduce our next guest. Infusing old school and new school R&B, singer, actor, songwriter Andre exploded on the music scene. With a unique modern flavor blended with a throwback sound, this performer draws his inspiration from artists such as Donnie Hathaway, Stevie Wonder, and John Legend. This Newark, New Jersey native is claiming his spot in the industry. His old school yet current flavor has landed him opportunities to perform with acts such as Anthony Hamilton, Mint Condition, Carl Thomas, Music Soul Child, Jaheen, Dwelle, Boys the Men, Mike Epps, Talent, Tamia, India Irie, Naughty by Nature, and many, many more. Andre is also the CEO of A Diamond Entertainment. Under this company, he has stepped into the director's chair as the writer, producer, director, and star of several stage plays. Andre is truly an authentic urban talent whose genuine and raw talent is sure to satisfy audiences of all genres. His love for Christ continues to keep him humble and his love for entertainment pushes him to strive to always become better at his craft. So I introduce to you all Andre. Hey, Andre. What's up? I am so excited to have you on the podcast today because, you know, we're talking about bosses and entertainment. So this is right down your aisle. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. So like I always do, I ask my guests, which is always the first question, what is your definition or meaning of purpose? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, for me, I would say uh, living out what I know God put me on this earth to do. That really sums it up for me. <laughs> that's my definition of purpose for me. Yes, I am here for that. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, like I said, I've been doing this for four seasons now. Um, this will be episode 87. And I've asked this question for 87 episodes, not even including the Instagram live. So it's like, you know, you'll hear things and it's like, okay, well, this kind of sounds similar to what this person said, but it's not always the exact same thing. You know, everybody has their own perception of what purpose is, which makes us all unique. So it works out, you know, perfectly. But like you said, this is what God want me to do. So I'm going to live this out and I'm going to be happy about it. It's not being content because content is just like, okay, it'll work, but you know, you want to be happy about it. You want to be passionate about it. And that's what matters most. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you can give yourself mm, one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Mm, One word. That is a good question. Uh, If I had to pick one word, I guess it would be, I'm kind of in between two, determined and unstoppable. Uh, So I'll go with determined. You know, for me, uh, my journey, I, I've been doing this now for mm, probably close to 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hit a lot of roadblocks. You hit a, you hear a lot of no's. You hear a lot of people that 
say it's no good today, but then it pops off and then you're great tomorrow. Um, and so to be able to work through all of that and continue to, again, live in my purpose of why God put me on this earth, knowing that it's not by mistake and that everything happens in its right timing, it just pushes me to continue to go. And honestly, it, it's funny that we're talking about purpose because when you're living in your purpose, although it's taking longer than I would have wanted per se, the journey has been, it's just been such a great journey for me that I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yes. And I talk about that all the time, especially when I do my little random Instagram lives when something just fall in my little spirit. I feel like I got to talk about it. And I always tell people, you know, everything has its own timing. You know, I'm a creative and you're a creative. So it's like, we think about all these different ideas. Sometimes it's nonstop. But you like, dang, I got to do this right now. I got to execute this right now, you know. But then I had to come down and be like, hold up, T, you got to chill. You know, let me just write these things down. And mm-hmm. when that time comes, it's time to execute. Like, it's, it's no need to live a life that's rushed. We we out here living this rushed life. Like, we got to do this, this, that, and the third. Right, 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 right now. But it's like, how do you embrace and love the journey of life if you if everything is moving so quick? So, guys, you got to take your time. You got to slow down chill and let time do its thing is we can't live life skipping the journey because a lot of people want the easy way out you know like but it, it, it doesn't go that way <laughs> that's good see that's good that's good yeah it don't go that Absolutely. way y'all we out here trying to jump through these it, you walking down the path and you see a little shortcut or oh, i'm gonna go down this little shortcut but people don't realize when they go down that shortcut you're not even gonna get the result you were supposed to get from the start yeah, yeah. So, y'all, y'all got to slow down. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> That's a word. That's a word right there. <laughs> we got to pass the plate real quick. <laughs> pass the plate real quick. So, how did we get here? So, I know you're a singer, you're a writer, you're a producer, and now you're sitting in this director's chair. What, what made the shift? Like, how did we get to where we are today? Honestly, life. Um, so I started as an adult, uh, like I was in college and I wanted to be an actor, right? And a girl I was dating at the time, she was doing the play. They needed a guy that could sing. So I could sing too. I mean, I, I love to sing, but my thing was acting. So I went, I did the play, got the part. From there, I got cast in like three other uh, plays and then the ball was just rolling for me. From there, I got signed to an indie label. Mm-hmm. Uh, so put out a uh, project and everything, and it was great. The label folded, and then it was back to square one. So what do I do now? I go back to, uh, you know, my first love. So I started acting again, singing again with the band. Uh, so me and my band, we would do open mics, all of these different restaurants and venues. And you know what? I find myself in this rat race of so my thing is I love black theater right and there's a mm-hmm. difference between Broadway and black theater and so while I was getting cast for a lot of plays financially it wasn't really evening out and it was just like all right I got to do my own thing so you know God blessed me with the gift to be able to write you know I wrote my first play and then I had this idea to to write another play uh because the Ironically, the first one that I wrote, the budget is going to be crazy whenever I put that up. So I knew I couldn't start with that. So I wrote the play and 
I was like, hey, it's mine. I'm gonna direct my own thing because I I know what I want to see and I know what the people, what I want them to give to the people. So did that and then winded up producing the thing myself as well. And then from there, now it's like it's going, it's going, it's going. Wow. It's the stories that I am most intrigued to know about. You know, we live a life on social media and people be quick to say, you know, let me show you how I made this million dollars in six months. Mm. So what happened from A to B to get you to C? Like, I need to know what happened. I don't need to know all the details, but let your public figure look realistic. You know, like, it's it's just like, we just out here just living a front, living a lie, you know, just out here doing whatever. But like you said, in your journey, you had some hardships, which is important to talk about. A lot of people don't talk about the hardships. Like, did you live in your car? You know, was you sleeping on somebody's couch? Or did you have $2 to your name? Like, you know, people don't want to talk about that because I think some people just feel ashamed about it. But you shouldn't because it's always somebody else who's been in those same shoes. But it's important that we talk about that journey and how it spiraled into something else. So like you said, I'm a singer, but some, you know, pushed me towards writing. And now it's like going off, like, you know, and it's great that you're in this space right now. Yeah. And to be honest with you, just to to piggyback on what you said about, you know, the transparent moment for me was that this journey came about because of rejection. You know what I mean? Mm. Because of what some people would deem as failure. I never thought about it as failure per se, but this was just another block that led me to the path that I was supposed to be on. You know what I mean? So like, even with the acting, like I said, I love black theater, but you know, I had a a manager, agent back then, they would still send me out on a lot of the Broadway stuff, like color purple. I, I literally made it to like the fourth callback, right? Uh, Someone else got the part, but it was those no's that led me to say, you know what? I know I have the gift and I'm not going to wait for someone else to co-sign my gift. I'll mm. just do it myself. You know what I mean? And I prayed about it. And that's my biggest thing with anybody, especially creators, because it's real easy to start jumping and moving based off of a feeling. But if that feeling is not being guided, and for me, that it has to be guided by God, you got a real rough road ahead. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, <laughs> that rejection, man, it was uh, it was pivotal. And me being here right now, otherwise, I probably would be just, you know, doing other people's projects and not even pursuing yeah. my own. So, yeah, it all worked out the way it was supposed to. That's good. So while you were on this journey, becoming the man that you are today, did you have any role models or mentors that you either worked with or looked up to? Yeah, so the indie label that I was signed to, it was run by, he's actually the CEO of Razak, uh, which is a hair care company as well. His name is Darren Dowdy. I, lo- I learned so much about business from him, um, how to conduct business uh, and not be an a-hole about it. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you're taught that in business, you have to be a certain way, which is not true. You run your business the way that you run your business and the people right. will adapt to that. So. I learned so much, uh, even uh, show-wise. Like, he's not a singer at all, but he has a very good eye and a very good air. So, like, as far as the way you present yourself on stage and things like that, I would have to say 
in this journey, he would have probably been one of my biggest influences um, just because I learned so much from him business-wise that I use with my business today. That's awesome. That's awesome. We always got to give credit to those who, you know, made an impact on our lives. It's good to give them, like we say, give them their flowers now because we, we ain't got time for when they under the ground and now, now we want to be sad and talk about it. Like, no, talk about it while they're here. Let other people know about the the places that they got you and, you know, and, and, and how far you've gone and how you still think about all the good things they told you and you apply it to your business or to your life now. So give them their flowers now. Yeah, yeah. And I had that difficult conversation with them. You know, when the label, when that whole situation folded, it was really because of me. Uh, it was, you know, immaturity, uh, trying to rush a process that, you know, I should have just been a little more patient with. And one of probably the hardest conversations in my adult life was to go back to him a couple of years later uh, to apologize, you know, um, for letting things go the way that they did. Um, and in that moment, I had to be honest and not, you know, tell him why I did what I did. But also, mm-hmm. like you said, I gave him his flowers to let him know that, listen, man, I appreciated everything you, you did for me, that you do for me, the lessons that you've given me. You know, they haven't fallen on deaf ears. And that was important for me. It was important for me, for him to know that, like you said, uh, you know, what's the point of waiting until he dies? And then you had his funeral like, yeah, and he was great. Like, nah, let him know right now. So that's what I did. And so that's good. That's good stuff. And it's good stuff because you quit and, and had an apology attached to that. Like, you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's hard for people to admit when they're like, when they're not right. Like, it's very hard. Like, tell people that you're sorry because that means you took whatever happened and you made it a learning experience. That's where the apology comes from. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. When people going to get it? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. But as you were going through this journey, what do you feel may have been, let's say, your biggest struggle to get where you are today? Honestly, my confidence. You know, mm. um, and it's funny because you know, I'm very open about it now. Um, but I I went through a, a period where I just was not confident at all in my gift. No one knew that because, you know, my grandfather, rest in peace to Mac Davis, you know, he always brought all of us up like you never let him see you sweat. So mm. no one ever knew internally what was going on. But mm-hmm. internally, man, I was, <laughs> it was... The weirdest thing, because for other people to see this gift, but you don't believe it in yourself, man, that's that that that's like an inner fight that that'll ruin you. Um, yeah. And a lot of that was honestly why it was my lack of confidence in my gift. You know, now I'm more aware of the fact that God doesn't call a qualified; He qualifies the call. So those things mm-hmm. that I might be short and it's okay. God already knows that and he's choosing me anyway. You know what I mean? But that was not a lesson that that came easy. That that took a lot of time, self-reflection and meditation. Yeah. And you said some key stuff. I hope the people writing this down because <laughs> that was some key stuff you just set up in that, in that, that little blurb right there, y'all. He ain't saying it again. So y'all might have to rewind it to hear it again. I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. So you're really big into entertainment. How do you feel about how people are going about entertainment now? So like, you know, we have a lot of our singers, songwriters, musicians, comedians, everything is through social media. People are getting popular through social media. How, I mean, what are your takes on that right now? You know, for those who are able to get it that way, I think it's a great thing. Um, for me, I just feel like that'll come when it's supposed to come. And I just want to focus on the work right now, getting the work mm-hmm. done, because, you know, a lot of social media is uh, is so many smoke and mirrors uh, where you think someone is really doing great and they are really doing terribly. So for me, it's just let me focus on the work, get the work done and all of that other stuff will come when it's supposed to. So I don't even I don't. I'm not concerned to myself with how many followers or, or how to grow, whatever. It'll come. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll come. But, you know, for anyone who was able to do that, I think it's a great thing. You know, I, yeah. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. I'm like, what? This person became famous off of TikTok or this person became famous off of YouTube. Like, I mean, this is why people should just walk in their purpose and be passionate about it because you never know who's watching. Like, it's people who've been discovered as a singer or a rapper by singing a song in a grocery store when you were shopping. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't know who people are, where people are, or who they are. So, y'all, just keep living your life and keep doing it. If it's something that you're passionate about, figure out how you can monetize off of it or figure out how you can make what you're doing bigger. Like, you know, it's just something that you should, like I said, be happy about. And people should be able to see that when they come in contact with you as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm really big on self-care and wellness. Um, So we get to talk about it on here. So I know you get busy, especially you might have writer's block, all this other stuff. How do you kind of like decompress from all of that if you even partake in self-care? Yeah, so... I'm going to be honest. <laughs> that is an area that I'm getting better at, but I'm terrible at it. Um, you know, it's honestly people on my team. And thank God, you know, you he puts the right people around you that will say you need to take a break, even if it's just a weekend. So now, I mean, it'll and it, it'll be something light, like just going away somewhere, cutting off everything for a day or two. And just being able to relax and meditate and not think about anything, you know, I mean, that's probably my biggest one. Before this pandemic, you know, I started getting the massages and everything, but now I'm still kind of like, eh, I'm kind of good off that right now. I ain't, I ain't there yet. I know we're getting better, but I ain't there yet. So, but now it's just like taking a day or two off, just unplugging and just relaxing mm-hmm. and, and and breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just breathing and enjoying life yeah yes. I'm, I'm simple it doesn't take a lot for me listen i'm the same way i'm the same way i could go for a beach trip right now like just put my <laughs> little feet in the sand i don't have to go in the ocean or anything i just want to lay where it's hot but that's all yeah. right i gotta get there but like you said it's a simple thing for me like being able to come in the house and light my candle and sit on my couch and drink a glass of wine and Maybe watch some ratchet TV or whatever the case may be. Take a nap because a sister love a good nap. I love a good nap. Okay. But it's, <laughs> listen, it is the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> yeah. 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 
But that's good that you, like you said, you're working on it. But like you said, just even a weekend where you're trying to like just get your thoughts together, that that's enough for you. Like, you know, and it's different for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different for everybody. So since you like to sing, I ain't asking you to sing a song enough. But what I am going to ask you is, what is your favorite song if you got one? Ooh, favorite <laughs> song. That's tough. Uh, I, uh, one of my top songs is uh, Donny Hathaway. I love you more than you'll ever know. That's one of my yeah. top songs. I, I like Donny and Stevie are like it for me. Um, and but it's that I love you more than you'll ever know is probably one of my favorite songs. Um, to listen to and to sing. It's just you know the the emotion that he was able to convey in his music. If he didn't go through it, man, yeah, listen, he had me fooled because, and I think that's what draw, I mean, outside of the fact that he's just an amazing um, artist, it's the, the the raw passion and emotion that he was able to get through on these records, man, it's crazy. So that would probably be, it's in my top three easily. That's what's up, because I like that song too. <laughs> but that's true, like, that's when music, told a story like yeah. I, I'm going through this and I'm a thing yeah. about this and you be like dang this really went down like people don't even realize that half of the stuff that these people was talking about back in the day in songs it really happened the stuff they talking yeah. about right now was things they wish I had so it's yeah. like <laughs> it's, 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 it's really I can compare it to the people from back in the day versus the people now. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like what the hell y'all talking about yeah. I already can't even understand what y'all saying. But now you want me to try to figure out what y'all talking about? <laughs> it's definitely night and day. Definitely. Right. <laughs> so since you're a director, what is one of your favorite movies or plays? <laughs> favorite movie of all time, Coming to America. <laughs> that is my favorite. And now my second favorite movie, don't judge me, don't be a minister to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Like, I <laughs> I don't know what it is about that movie, man. And I'll cry. Like, those two movies, not, nothing tops coming to America. But right after that would be that. Those are my two. I like comedy, so. Yeah. I'm a comedic girl, too. Like, I'll be out here laughing at everything. Even laughing at the corny stuff, you know? <laughs> I'll be out here laughing at the corny stuff, too. Because some stuff, you just be like, they really wasted all this money to make this movie? Like... Yeah. This thing is trash. All Throw I it away. Half that <laughs> How about it? Oh my goodness. So this is gonna be another question. Okay. If you can give young Andre a piece of advice, what would you tell him? Oh, trust your gift. God did not give it to you. To sit on it, trust it, develop it, and move forward with it. That would be the biggest piece of advice I would have given myself. But the the everything would be different had I had that confidence back then. Awesome. That's always a good one. That's definitely a good one. So we're moving into 2022. Is there anything that our listeners and viewers should know about? Oh, yes. <laughs> we are busy over at Tech. So I'm literally finishing up uh, it's a holiday film. I wanted to have it out by Thanksgiving, but I'm like a one-man wrecking ball crew over here. So it took me a little bit longer, but that'll be coming out next week. It's called A Diamond Holiday. Uh, 
it'll be on my YouTube channel for about a week. Um, YouTube is actually everything. All my social media YouTube is uh, at A Diamond ENT. Um, so that's coming out uh, in February. Pending this whole COVID thing, um, my Black History play, Is This What We Paid For, is supposed to go up in Maplewood um, for a week in February. My stage play, Man of the House, I'm doing a uh, basically a farewell tour for it next year. So we start in May and go through October. And then in November, the movie for Man of the House drops. So I'm excited about that. And then I have some new music coming out in the spring. So we're working over here. We're working. Okay. I'm seeing you. <laughs> you over definitely there. over there working. He just dropped like five things just there. Like, yo, <laughs> get with it. He just told y'all how to follow him on all social media platforms. A Diamond Entertainment, but it's ENT. That's it. Boom. Yep. A Diamond ENT. Follow him on all social media platforms. Duh. Because I'm going to be tuned all the way in trying to figure out how I can support this brother. Like, you know, show up, buy a ticket. What I need to do? <laughs> I'm in Philly. Oh, you in Philly. I wait, that ain't too, too far. Man. Yeah, I'll let Cynthia know once we, uh, because we're going to do like a private screening of the film. So if you can make it, love to have you up here. I will come. Okay. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> so before we go, can you give our guests a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Trying to be a boss, you better have a good team, man, and be willing to listen. That's one of uh, the most humbling experiences that I've learned um, in being a boss is that, yeah, it's my company. Yeah, I might be in charge, but you have to trust the people that are around you as well, that that are working with you as well, because a lot of times they will give you some good feedback and you have to be humble enough to understand that it's not about them trying to be the boss. It's about what's best for whatever the company is. So that would mm. be my big advice. Get a good team and listen to them. <laughs> and listen That's to them. definitely a good piece of information because you got a lot of people who, who sit in these CEO ball status seats and just be like, the heck with whatever the team be saying. And they just do whatever they want to do. Like, what's the point of having a Moran if you still want to do what you want to do anyway? Right. And then doing the work. So... <laughs> They're doing the work. You got to listen to them. Facts. I agree with that. So <laughs> I thank you so much, Andre, for being on the podcast today. You were amazing. Y'all, he told you how to follow him on social media. He dropped the gym. Teachers told you a whole lineup for like the 2022 year. Like he just gave it to y'all. Like some people would have just kept it as a secret. He said, guess what? I'm going to give y'all the exclusive right now. Y'all better be on the lookout. Set your notifications, do whatever you got to do, and let's continue to support our businesses out here. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Mm. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Ain't none to it. Real one. Ain't none to it. Boss.